This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at the Formula 1 Grand Prix of Canada and preview the Darwin support races. Hope you stay with us. Jensen Button won what is considered one of the most exciting Grand Prix in the modern era. He managed to get past Sebastian Vettel on the final lap of the race after being relegated to the last running car throughout the course of the event. Here's what he had to say about the win. I really don't know what to say, you know, it's been a, a very emotional three hours, or however, however long it's been since the start. Um, obviously the incident with Lewis, uh, I couldn't see anything um, when he was alongside me. I couldn't see anything in my mirrors, so it was, it was one of those things and I've apologised to him. Um, and then on it was really a fight, you know, I got a drive through for, for speeding behind the safety car. Um, and then uh, I had to find my way through about three times. Eventually, um, on the last lap, I was chasing down Seb, he ran a little bit wide onto the wet part of the circuit and I was able to take the opportunity and, and take the win, but for me, yeah, um, a fantastic race and I think even if I hadn't won today I would have enjoyed this race immensely, but yeah, amazing win and possibly my best. Well, off the back of the Formula 1 press conference, Richard Crowell joins us on the line now and Crowley, it was a very interesting race, I don't think we'll see a Vettel choke for the rest of the season somehow after uh, he had the bitter taste of defeat yeah bitter taste for Seb Vettel but great for everybody else I think g'day Craig yeah one of the great Grand Prix there's no doubt um I sat through it all and uh you know got to bed at 7am the following morning I think it was after sitting through it but I mean what an astonishing race just everything that happened the the drama of the red flag and, and everyone going through their their preparations between that and then the racing that occurred when we got back underway it was it was phenomenal stuff. So, great drive from Jensen Button. You know, some question marks, I guess, over the, the incidents with, with Lewis Hamilton and with Fernando Alonso, but obviously there's been no penalty there. He'll keep that victory, and it has to be the best win of his career. And when you look at it, on lap 40, he was 21st and ended up coming through and winning the race. So, a remarkable drive. One of the great races in a season that, despite the domination from Sebastian Vettel, the racing has been outstanding the whole way through. There's been very, very few quiet races this year, which is just great. And, you know, it's uh, building up to be another fantastic season. Yeah, it has been a great year. Another series that has been going great guns, and that, of course, is the IndyCar series. We've seen twin 125s at Texas Motor Speedway. And I have to say, and this is my pet hobby horse, and people can hear more about it on V8 Insiders this week, this is what we should be calling Clipsal, Townsville, Sydney, they're twin 250s. They're not 500s and 400s. And uh, yeah, I'll get off my a, bike now. Yeah, <laughs> it's an American thing, isn't it? It's just the, the Yanks have always been like that for whatever reason. And, and I, I agree with you. I, I, I like it. But, um, I, I mean, those events, the Australian events you've mentioned, I guess they've built their brand identity over what they are. And, you know, to be perfectly technical, the Clipsal weekend is 500Ks. It just happens it's over two weekends. But... But yeah, you have two different winners. How can yeah, one you, race have two winners? You do, I know. But it, it, it's more a term for the whole event. But anyway, that's that's a topic for V8 Insiders. But <laughs> uh, look, yeah, the, the Texas thing, I think, was, was very successful. There's obviously some things that need to be fine-tuned, but I think the best thing about IndyCar Circuit 2011 is that they're willing to take a gamble and they're willing to play with things to make them exciting and they're listening to their fans and they're listening to the drivers. And... And that's a bit of a novel concept for IndyCar racing because it's 
traditionally been a pretty closed shop, especially in uh, in the the years of the split between CART and the IRL. So in this new sort of open house policy they've got, they're, they're willing to play with things, they're willing to get inventive to, to try and rebuild that fan base. And, you know, the, I think the, the estimate was 75,000 there on uh, Saturday night US time, which is a fantastic crowd and, and I think a pretty good show. Not the best Texas races we've ever seen. That place is usually absolutely phenomenal. I remember last year's race was just absolutely incredible. But... Uh, still very exciting and, and had all the usual IndyCar stuff. We could go on and debate about how they set the grid for the second race until the cows came home, but uh, I'm pretty certain they'll sort that for next year. And the end result was a brilliant win for Will Power, his first ever win on an oval. And he goes into a track uh, where he's run very well in at the past at uh, Milwaukee at the mile there, which is probably the most road course like oval you're going to get in the series. So. He's shaping up well. He leads the championship by 20-odd points. Uh, I think he's in a much better position than he was last year with some of his best tracks still to come. Mm, of course, uh, IndyCars have to go back to Pocono, in my view, because that is the original Roval, which uh, is where the NASCARs were this weekend, but I digress. We do need to talk about some local motor racing and, of course, up north this weekend, V8 Supercars and with them, of course, two series that are close to your heart, the Formula 3s and the Touring Car Masters. Yeah, if we can get there. <laughs> it's the big question at the moment. Everyone in Victoria and Adelaide, uh, where I'm based, are sort of looking skyward at the moment, hoping we can get flights operational in the next couple of days because of this Chilean ash cloud that's that's come over and it baffles me how a volcano 12,500 kilometres away affects our airspace, but anyway. Um, and yeah, it doesn't affect weekend. Sydney It doesn't affect Sydney or Canberra? No, which is strange, but there you go. That's, that's a, being a 1,000 k's further north for you. Um, yeah, look, it's a great weekend, Darwin. Uh, last year was my first trip to the top end and, and it is just a brilliant event and the only thing I can compare it to in the way that the whole town embraces it is to the Clipsal, to the twin 250s, Craig. Uh, on the streets of Adelaide. Um, it's remarkable. It's exciting. It, the whole town backs it. There's a massive crowd. They're passionate. They're knowledgeable. Uh, and the support card this year is awesome. Touring Car Masters, uh, round three of that series, which is just going gangbusters. And the racing has been superb so far this year. Um, you know, I, I, the question is, can anyone stop Jim Richards? Because he's on a bit of a roll. He's very fast. John Bow is right there as well. And one over in the west. So, uh, you know, there's going to be a good battle. And I know you had a chat to Steve Mason last week, and he's another contender that I think will go really, really well, a, a former champion of the series. Yeah, and looking forward to a new engine with that 1.8-kilometre straight that everyone likes to talk about. For the Formula 3s, the McGulf has hit the country, and that is a, a huge piece of news in itself. But we also get uh, James Winslow back, who is dominating the series straight after his uh, Indy support race, the Freedom 100 race. Yeah, not just James Winslow, but Tim Macro as well. The uh, the first time in series history we're going to have two former champions going head-to-head on the racetrack, which is really exciting. And those that follow Formula 3 in Australia will remember that, that James and Tim were rivals in 2007, which is the year Tim won the championship. Uh, they raced each other pretty hard that season. James finished fourth that, that year. He missed the last round uh, after going overseas to win the Asian Championship as well. But, uh, you know, James went on to win the Australian Championship in 2008. Now they go head-to-head. 
it's going to be very competitive. And Tim Macro's fired up. He was sitting watching the racing at Winton and saw what Winslow was doing and thought, you know, this is an opportunity. I want to go out and knock him off and get back out there. And Tim's never raced at uh, Hidden Valley either, so he's really keen to experience that track. And what I think in the next couple of years is going to be a, a sort of marquee event for Formula 3, the City of Darwin Cup, which we've inaugurated for this year. So it's great to have Tim back in the field. Of course, he won the final round last year at Sandown whilst that massive championship battle was going on between Ben Barker and Mitch Evans. So he's got prior form. He's in the same car. And you mentioned the straight. That will suit the older model cars uh, to a T because they're slipperier. They've got less drag, so they're actually quicker in a straight line than the, the later model 07 cars, which were so dominant at Winton. So it's going to be a very, very close battle. And, yeah, the Miguel has landed. Uh, was was originally going to make its debut this weekend, but unfortunately John Mills and his team uh, are still missing some parts. Some spares package hasn't arrived, and they haven't had a, a chance to get in that car yet. And they want to go testing before they make its race debut, which is perfectly fair enough. So... Uh, watch out for the debut of the Miguel at Eastern Creek in July for round three of the Gold Star this year. But it's a sexy-looking beast, Craig. Very good-looking car, and I can't wait to see it uh, get out there and, who knows, could break the stranglehold Dolores had on Formula 3 in Australia since it started in 1999. Well, we're looking forward to seeing how it all shapes up up there in the Northern Territory. Richard, look forward to talking to you in a couple of weeks' time as we wrap up the Darwin round of both the Touring Car Masters and Formula 3. Yeah, thanks, Craig. Always a pleasure. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.